Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the ninth episode of Keep the Receipts with Zungi and Altamash. Due to a little COVID scare um, last week, uh, we were unable to do our episode um, due to that. But there's obviously a lot we missed out on as well um, with Harden, with the Rockets, and a lot of a lot going on around the league as well. So we'll get right into it, and I'm gonna hand it off to Altamash to get us started. Yeah, man. I guess this year the Rockets are the the thing that keeps giving. The Rockets are in the news all the time right now, and it's just funny, you know. We started the podcast, and you know, just happy, you know, we're a Rockets fan, and you're like a Suns fan, and the Rockets are dominating the news when that's not really <laughs> hasn't been the case for such a long time. Yeah. But and eh, you know, it's a it's a different kind of vibe. But you know. Uh, I'm I'm kind of enjoying the roller coaster of emotions, you know. Zengi, uh, well, two weeks ago when we talked about this, and you know, Harden didn't show up to practice, and you thought nothing of it. You yep. Know? yep, I was very light on it. Yeah, That's and I sure. told you there's more to it than just you know what meets the surface. Yeah. And then turns out when we were recording the podcast, he was supposed to have that individual workout, which never what happened. happened. Yep. And then you know, but luckily he showed up to practice. I mean, last Monday, uh, to get the season started. I mean, the preseason. And he played pretty well. I mean, uh, the first couple of games, he's, you know, the first game was kind of a little rusty, but that's to be expected. Uh, it's just been a lot of things with Harden. It's just like, you know, he seems like he wants to be here for a little while. And then like something, a report comes out and says he doesn't want to be here. You know, he's not really doing anything. And, you know, his body didn't look like in the best shape. That viral picture of Harden uh, in pregame warmer this, with his red. Uh, I mean, he's probably wearing a lot of stuff underneath. I don't think that's too much, like, his body. Like, yeah. there was a, you said that you showed me the picture right the night before. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know. It's, it's the internet, you know. I thought it was pretty funny that, you know, during the the press conference uh, when he first spoke, they asked him, like, you know, what were you doing in Atlanta and Vegas? <laughs> and he was like, I was training with my trainers, you know. Uh but it's pretty funny, and honestly, like right now at this very moment, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's happened. A lot of articles came out from Woj and Tim McMahon and other people. Uh, one of the things was after I read that Tim McMahon article when he kind of talked about how the Rockets made the whole franchise, you know, revolve around Harden. Uh, it had a really negative, you know, impact on me. Uh, not from the fact that you know the Rockets did everything for Harden. I understood that. Like, I mean, that's what in this day and age, if you have a superstar, you got to do what you can to like make them happy and you know whatever that takes you know there was something in the article there's a quote that said you know Harden if there was a a day between games Games, he would be he would go travel and then he'd come back the next day and give you a 50 point triple double so could you really argue with the results you know right uh but that article before that article I was very you know still hey let's keep Harden let's try to make it work and after that article I was like you know honestly at this point it's just let's kind of you know move on and let's see what we can get but things have really changed ever since i saw harden and christian wood play last thursday which was the rockets last preseason game uh against the san antonio spurs that was christian woods actually first preseason game man the pick and roll with him and harden looked really really nice and i mean i was already super high on christian wood uh but you know honestly Right now, as a Rockets fan, this is kind of how I'm taking this as. And I'll kind of get your opinion on what you think from an outsider perspective. Honestly, my thing is, if Harden... Honestly, at the very core, I would want him to stay. Just to give this team a chance. And let me tell you, preface this by saying, like, 
you know, if he doesn't stay, I mean, if we get good return back, like a Ben Simmons or somebody like a young star, honestly, I won't be really too mad about it. Then he'll give us a, you know, quick rebuild. But I just think he's got to give, like I said before, like he's got to give the team a chance because you're not going to many teams that are going to be that much better than what you have now in the Rockets. Like if you go to, let's just say, Brooklyn, right? Assuming it's a straight trade with Brooklyn, you're you're going to, how good is Brooklyn really going to be when they lo- like they're going to lose a lot of their role players to get Harden, you know? And same thing with other teams. Like, you know, if you go to Philadelphia. But that becomes like a the Golden State thing, right? Very, very, uh, you know, heavy up top. Yeah. And then very thin at the bottom. But I mean, it's more, I think more like the, for them. I think it's more like the Cavs situation, not necessarily Golden State, because Golden State had a couple of bench players, and obviously a lot of players were, they had already won a title before they got KD. So a lot of teams had already expected that championship culture. Now you go to the Nets, they haven't won. KD's coming off an injury, although in the games that you know the Boston game uh, last last week, he looked really, really good. He looked really good. Like he looked like old KD. KD. Yep. And you know that's great for the NBA and great for the Nets and. Obviously, will make the East a lot more interesting. But if you go to the Nets and let's just say you get Jared Allen, this this terrible package that I would never accept as a Rockets GM. But in this hypothetical, let's say that happens, you know you're going to you're gonna you're gonna be there. And is it really that much better? Like I mean, the the ceiling is definitely much higher. But you have to fill that team around. And I don't know if is it really. And obviously, if let's forget the Brooklyn Nets because they got KD and Kyrie. So I could understand that sentiment and be like, hey, we got three superstars. We're going to figure out the rest, right? But 76ers, I mean, ben Sim- if Ben Simmons is coming to the Rockets in this thing, right? And Embiid and, and Embiid and Harden, is that really that much better than Wall, Harden, Wood? I mean, is it really? I don't think so. But, I mean, maybe I'm just being a little biased because I think he should give the Rockets a chance. Yeah. But <laughs> You and your Wood. But, honestly, so that's my thought on it. Like, at, at the very end of the day, if, he would stay and just give us a chance. I think the Rockets could be really good. We could, like I said, be in that tier below the Lakers uh, with a whole bunch of other teams that are like, you know, contenders or, you know, can be contenders if things fall right. And then obviously they, if things go wrong, they could just kind of fall out and, you know, be a low seed in the seventh, eighth spot. Uh, but I guess let me get your thoughts on that specific thing from, I guess, Harden. If he was, do you think he should leave? you think he should stay? What do you, what do you think? Or, and obviously, what do you think? ultimately what the outcome will be for this yeah it's tough for me like the the harden thing is is like let, let's just see harden um like I, I took it lightly a couple of weeks ago i was like <laughs> i'm not i'm not too worried about harden um especially like I, I guess we didn't cover this but he had opened just opened up a restaurant or was about to open it whatever it might be and he you know that that kind of said that, that meant something good was happening that he wanted maybe wanted to stay in houston um, so that's why I t- that was another reason why I might have taken lightly. But man, I was wrong. Um, it seems like he's kind of like destroyed this relationship with the city. He's destroyed it with the sort of the franchise and all that stuff, right? Like, you know, all this years, seven, eight years that he's been here, that he built up this, you know, this fan base, this everything, and kind of just just fans are just obviously coming out and like you know just get rid of him. Diehard fans that I've spoken to just don't want Harden here anymore um, just because of his antics and all the stuff that's that the, the negative stuff that's also come out come out about him which is you know obviously I I mean it's tough and um, I personally think Harden shouldn't be here um, just because you know there's a lot of things like the locker room uh, you know how that's gonna be like oh how's that gonna phase out I mean yes winning fixes everything 
But man, like this leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. I feel like um, from John Wall, who said, yes, Harden will be here and is going to play. And then you get this other stuff coming out about him. And then you you don't know what that, you know, that 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 clash or that relationship is between John Wall and Harden. This might be the best roster that Harden's ever played with, for all we know. Yeah. Um, it just really depends on the boogie and the uh, and John Wall and um quote unquote christian, christian wood, wood um who's you are extremely high on 27 but, uh, and 10 27 and 10 one preseason game we're not gonna go look in too much into that <laughs> but um the i mean that's my thing it's like is hard i mean Harden. i think his tenure is done with the rockets i feel that way um maybe winning fixes everything if they if they can't find a suitor and he has he wants to play um and he plays and he's like, no, I don't want to leave anymore or something. You know, how is that? How is that camaraderie with like, you know, your fan base? How's how's the fan base gonna accept? Like, Houston's gonna be like, hey, oh yeah, Harden said all this other stuff about you know leaving and not wanting to be here and all the things he has done behind back doors. That man, like, it's kind of crazy to think that all this was sealed behind, like this concrete uh, that never came out of our Harden. Yeah. Uh, and and then all of a sudden, you know, this man wants to leave and. Boom, 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 boom. You get all this negative um, uh, coming out, yeah. publicity of, about hardness. It's unreal, like how they kept it so closed for who knows how long it's been going on. First off, yeah, and, and like, yeah. What, like, let me, let me, you know, not to cut you off, but no, I kind of, I kind of wanted to add, uh, you know, since Maury left, since uh, D'Antoni left, uh, obviously the culture that they are the ones that you know, I guess enabled Harden, right? And I mean, my thing is when you're that good. I don't, I don't blame you. Like, you know, are, are the Warriors not, you know, doing what Steph Curry wants them to do? Or are the, the Bucks not doing, you know, catering to Giannis? Like, of course you're going to do that. And, you know, it looks, hindsight is 2020 because everybody's like, oh, you know, uh, they did all this. And look, it didn't even get them a championship. Like, the Rockets were at the cusp of winning a title. So you can't say that it was a terrible idea to do what they did. You know, the whole idea of all of this is, hey, we're going to repay you with a championship. We're going to repay you with, you know you know maybe multiple championships or you know at least one right and had chris paul not get injured like you know Harden probably delivers on that promise and uh that's kind of one of my things i was like everybody's like oh was, you know they shouldn't have done this and Harden is he's just a scorer he's this and that and obviously i guess history changes everything right if the rockets win that series and the rockets win the title nobody this article never comes right, out. right it's, it's water under bridge in that scenario yeah right? and, and, and and i get it like obviously if they win the title but obviously that didn't happen, yeah. and this looks even worse than mm -hmm. than it should have. But when you don't win a title and you don't get it done, this is what happens. And Harden, like I said, ten years up, uh, depending on what the suitor is. Um, if Brooklyn is the suitor, and you know the Rockets pull a trade there, that's a solid team. You know, like you were mentioning earlier, like you know how good are they? Are they better than the Rockets right now? I definitely think they are. With Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden on the team. The, John Wall, Boogie Cousins, yeah, and Christian Wood—they're definitely a lot better. Here, here's what happens most of the times whenever you put a good team together. More than likely, there's gonna be wanting, there's gonna be uh, vets that are gonna want, uh, you know, chance at this team, uh, mm -hmm. and then they're gonna be solid vets, you know, yep. that are gonna want to come in and and you know, and and there's gonna be a lot of trade openings that you know Brooklyn's gonna try to jump on guys that maybe people don't want maybe on a little bit slightly bit worse contract brooklyn's like okay you know what this is a solid player regardless of his, what he's getting paid he's gonna help us out um so those things open up like there's doors once you have that type of team 
doors start opening up for you. And you've, you've seen it multiple times. This happens all the time. You've seen LeBron James, he's Cleveland Cavaliers. You got a bunch of players that will open up and they'll automatically come to that team. The Lakers, yep. you, you, you see the Lakers with Montrez, Dennis Schroeder. Doors just open up when you're a freaking great team. It just happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and this is the same scenario with the Brooklyn Nets. They might thin out when it comes to trading away. But at the end of the day, you know, by midway, midway through the year, they're going to have a solid team somehow put together. And uh, that's and, and Sean Marks did obviously a great job. He lured and Clem during Kyrie Irving together. Yep. But, uh, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets will be all right. I think that they're definitely going to be a better team than the Rockets. And, I mean, with the, and the thing with the Rockets, I want to just cover a little bit. If these guys are healthy, they're going to, like I said, this is the best roster that Harden's ever played with. He might want to give it a chance on the, on the other side of things. Um, but I don't know, like, how this thing is going to, like, how the chemistry is going to be amongst other teammates, especially with guys like John Wall and Boogie Cousins in the locker room, um, who's, who've had locker room issues before. Um, you know, how is that going to even, like, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, one of the things that I really thought was that, I was obviously watched the preseason games and like Harden was working with the rookies, like he was engaged in the game. It wasn't like you know that was one of my biggest worries that oh he's gonna come in and he's just not really gonna take it seriously. He's not really gonna care. He's just going to you know, you know just go out there and shoot a few shots. And it wasn't the case. Like he brought you know he was talking to uh, J- J- Jay Sean Tate and he was bringing players to the side. Daniel House like he was having a little small huddles. He was talking. He was engaged. He was telling them hey this is where you should be on the offensive end on certain plays and. You know, that was kind of, like, encouraging to me for a certain extent. And then, you know, all the other... Or is this, like, you know, when you when you, when you make, like, a big mistake and then you're just, like, trying to cover up and be a better person, <laughs> you know? And he's doing that extra stuff? Because he's not known to do, like, pulling guys aside. I don't, I don't ever see him even do it, like, in a regular game. Uh, maybe to an extent, but yeah. I haven't seen him do it to, you know, like, I guess how you're explaining it. Yeah, and, I mean, so it's... I mean, I've seen, like, again, I've seen it before, but, I mean, it, it is a little different, right? But, like, I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things was he was engaged. Like, it wasn't like he wasn't taking plays off on defense. So, you know, that was kind of the, the big thing against Harden. Like, even the preseason, he was playing pretty good defense. Like, you know, he was with his man. He wasn't, like, getting beat back door. He wasn't, like, you know, just slacking off on defense. So, it was a little, it was encouraging, encouraging to see. But then the next day, another article comes out and says, like, hey, this is what happened with Harden. He wants to leave and... You know, Woj reported that <laughs> it's just like really, it's like hot and cold, like every yeah. day. The roller coaster for the Rocket fans right now are like up and down and up and down. And right now, it's it's just kind of steady until tomorrow when's working day. There might be another article that comes out about the Rockets. I don't know. And my ultimate thing with this is, I think if the Rockets can somehow make it to Wednesday when their first preseason game, I mean when their first regular season game happens. And Harden is still on the team. I think he stays on the team until at least the deadline. But this is just a thought. I don't know if this is really even going to happen. Maybe they will still trade him. If the, I guess if the right offer came, they would probably trade him. Because one of the things that was really telling during the press conference with Harden was he raved about Coach Silas and how he was a good communicator. He was like, you know, a good like he was a good guy. And he, he said a lot of good things about Silas, which was nice to hear. But he, when he talked about Rafael Stone, he said he hasn't even spoken to the Rockets uh, GM. Like, he's, he hasn't spoken to him, which is crazy to me because, you know, Maury and Harden had a great relationship based on everything that was sold. Obviously, Maury and D'Antoni also kind of, you know, made the culture around Harden. And it's just... Uh, That's alarming. 
for sure. What's alarm? Oh, that didn't talk. Not, just, yeah, they didn't talk to, to the a co- GM. Yeah, like, and yeah, so that that kind of you know gives you the little hint that I think Rafael Stone is also on the. I think deep down he probably was like you know let me just get him off the books and start if, with yeah. start with my own team because look Silas and Stone they're trying to build their own they build their own like culture right because right. now there's there's two there's two guys there's two new guys in charge and you know they want to do their stuff their own way and obviously Harden has had it one way for his entire career you know it's Mikhail even you know it's Mikhail it was still Maury and then Maury even and, with the, and the other thing with the conference that you're mentioning yeah. uh, his his question about that he was that you mentioned earlier like when he said oh I was out there training in Vegas you know mm-hmm. like okay sure you were but like are you <laughs> like like his he's not he's not really concerned about answering these questions you know the proper way or that's kind of alarming to me too because you answers like that kind of puts me in a way that oh hey you know i i really don't want to be here and these are just questions that are going to come and i'm going to answer them the way i want to answer them Mm -hmm. and i can really care less what people think about me or anybody that thinks about me i just want to answer this question um the way i want to and that, that that's kind of like yeah, saying, like that kind of that Westbrook attitude um, where yeah. Westbrook kind of did that with the media, you know, during the times when like during the playoffs. But you know, Westbrook stuff. has that he has a cycle of that. Right? Yeah, he's done, he does that yeah, all the Harden's time. Not. He did it with OKC. Harden does not have that. So yeah. I mean, if Westbrook does it, it's it, it take you take it another way. But if somebody does it, that's out of character. Yeah, which it is for Harden. Correct. Um, this is something that he doesn't just doesn't care to be here. Uh, to me, that's how I feel. And, like, I guess we'll end on this little note about Harden. My thing is, like, you know, you had asked earlier, would Rockets fans still want him, right? Yeah. If if if, if he says he wants to stay, right? Honestly, I think majority of Rockets fans would be like, yes, you know. First of all, he hasn't said, like, you know, for all the trade demands and stuff that he's had, uh, he hasn't, like, badmouthed literally. No, he hasn't badmouthed Houston or... Yeah. Or fans. Oh, so that's my thing, right? And I, I think the fans are, first of all, they're fans, right? And everybody is like, you know, he's emotionally a really, connected. Yeah. And I think yeah. he's like a top five player. Nobody's going to be like, hey, yeah, we don't want Harden. You know, it's, that doesn't happen. You you know, the chance of us Rockets ever getting another Harden, maybe down the road, is going to be another five, 10 years if you get somebody of that caliber, right? right? Either you draft him or you trade for him or, you know, you sign him in free agency. But the chances of you getting somebody like that is very low. And I think most Rockets fans are kind of in that same boat of, hey, just give the coaching, this team, this regime, this new coaching staff a chance. And uh, obviously with these new players, I think the Rockets could be really, really good. Or it could just, you know, if Harden's not engaged. But that was my biggest worry. He wouldn't be engaged. But he is engaged. Or at least he looks on the surface that he is. And if that's the case, you know, I think the Rockets could be really good. And if they start off good, do you really want to blow it up and still go? Maybe. But I don't think so. Um, but that's kind of my thoughts on Harden and, uh, switching gears from a disgruntled superstar to a not so disgruntled superstar. Uh, Zengi, I know you kind of want to talk about LeBron James and the extension that he just signed. Well, not just signed, I guess this was last week, but you know, obviously the COVID scare and stuff. So we had to not record, but I know you kind of want to get your thoughts out on that. So I'll let you take the floor on that. Yeah, um, uh, just a little uh, thing. I mean, you know, this when this came about, you know, a 37-year-old getting a two-year extension for $42.5 million, uh a year, uh, which will take him to, what, 2023, uh, when Bronny, his son, will be uh, eligible for this draft. Um, I know there was a lot of 
topics around, you know, oh, he might be able to play with his son and all that stuff. My thing was, the one thing I took away from it is a 37-year-old just got a $42.5 million extension. That's unfreaking real, right? Like, that's unheard of, so to speak. I don't know how many 37-year-old in their professional sports are getting paid $42.5 mil, <laughs> um, especially for, say, a basketball player who don't have that much of a life term to begin with. Um, but, man, like, that's that, that's amazing to me uh, in when it comes to LeBron James and yes, I understand he won a title and they might be in it for another one here again. Um, but it's just, uh, another check Mark, another accomplishment, uh, in LeBron's, you know, uh, resume there. Like, think about it. A guy that's going to be at the top of his game again, probably this year again, and maybe win another title another finals MVP, and this is going to be his 18th season. Um, and then this is going to, it's going to go into his 19th and 20th season when dudes are getting pretty much are done and retired. Uh, majority of them are retired. Okay. Uh, and, but this guy is going to get a $42.5 million check written to him for that year. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's, that's what I really wanted to talk about is it's like, it's, it's, it's amazing to see uh how great he's been for how long he's been great for it's it's unreal and unheard of um i just thought it was just amazing maybe there are dudes out there that have had this type of contracts at the late stage like kobe i know kobe had it um but, but it you know Co- but kobe's contract was more like hey you've done a great service to us correct and we're gonna award you with you know here it is we'll pay you out and maybe you know cap space and all that stuff mumbo jumbo but i mean we know that the lakers weren't winning any titles with that late yeah. you know with the late great kobe um but you know with lebron james they obviously see something and um just to see that and i want to take your thoughts on it too uh with this as well so yeah carry away um so yeah i think one of the man the thing tip you have to lebron the longevity is stupendous like there's nothing Unreal. you know i think it's just like a Brady and Brady in football, like players that their prime is so long, like 10 years, 12 years, and it's still going. Like Brady is not there anymore, but LeBron is still there at the, not not peak, but right. like, you know, he's still at the top of the mountain. 14, and, 15 years. Yeah, like he's been to 10 finals in 17 years. So almost every other year more than every other year he's in the finals guaranteed like that, final ticket yeah so like two out of every three years lebron's in the finals that is crazy to think about and you know four and six whatever like there, there's got to be something to be said about you know oh jordan going six for six that is fine but jordan didn't go to 10 finals either you know we're not getting jordan stuff yeah but i'm just saying like you know this isn't about jordan i'm just like i'm just talking about longevity right yeah. going to 10 finals <laughs> Uh, in 17 years, it's crazy. And, it, 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 you know, even like the greats one, they don't, great players don't get to that many finals that long and be that great. And it's just, it was amazing. And like, I thought the, the coolest part about this whole thing was the, you know, he's going to try to play with Bronny when uh, Bronny becomes a senior because there's a chance that the NBA, I think, I don't know if it's agreed on. I don't think it's been agreed on yet. It, but it's, ab- it's about to happen. Yeah, though. where they're going to remove yeah. the one and done rule, so you don't even have to go to you don't have to go to college where you just go straight from high school. And I yeah. honestly, I agree with that. Like, if you're good enough to go straight from college, yeah. I mean, straight from high school, go on ahead. If somebody's willing to draft you and think you're good enough, yeah. I like, mean, if if you think about it, like 
guys that are getting drafted after four years their draft stock actually drops compared to like some of the guys that actually are there for one and done which is like uh, it's 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 just dumb for these guys to even go to that one year of college anymore and um you know spend maybe potentially get injured and then the draft stock drops even more um so like stuff like that like it's just like there's no point i mean and i mean it's the same thing with like Kyrie. like Kyrie played like six games at duke like was he even really at school like hitler i mean was he even like at like was the what was the point of the one year like it didn't Flat do anything somewhere <laughs> he was you heard about the sage thing you oh yeah, yeah yeah i heard <laughs> i watched he the was, video my man was out there saging, saging the the tv Cameron indoor stadium <laughs> that's what he was doing at duke oh, God. <laughs> but uh you know it's just i i think the rule is you know it's good that they're gonna get rid of it if you're good enough and you know a team is willing to say hey we'll draft you straight from high school like why not uh keeping with the lebron topic um he was ranked on the espn top 100 players as the number one player deservedly so however zengi there are a few other (laughs) players on this list that are very weirdly ranked to say the least and i kind of wanted to first of all tell you which ones i guess you tell me which ones you thought were crazy and then i'll tell you mine and we'll kind of go from there uh, obviously, the top ten. Right. I mean, top ten guys. Um, let me just list them real quick, and we'll we'll go from there. Then, uh, so LeBron one, Anthony Davis two, uh, Giannis three, Luca four, Kawhi Leonard five, Kevin Durant six, Damian seven, Steph eight, James Harden nine. 10 Nikola Jokic. All right. I feel like every single time or every single year they release these ESPN rankings. And I just, I honestly think it's just clout, man. It really seems <laughs> they, like that. They just want somebody to talk about the ESPN top 100 ranking. Because if it was something to, like, you know, that we know, we already know, they're going to be like, oh, you know, nobody's going to talk about it. Correct. But everybody talks about it. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, it's unreal. What is this? Anthony Davis 2. And for Luca, blah blah blah. I mean, yes, there are a lot of inconsistency because I was just, uh, just I looked at the eighty-one spot. I think it was John Wall. If John Wall is eighty-one, and there's guys that are beneath him that that are above him, actually, uh, like Christian Wood is above him. John Wall is a better player than Christian Wood. Shout out Christian will be. Wood. Uh, no disrespect to Christian Wood by any means, but is it? Are you ranking John Wall on the fact that he's he's been injured? For the past couple of years, or are you ranking him uh, based off his skills? Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. There's so many inconsistencies. Then you have Kevin Durant and Steph Curry at you know what six and uh, six eight? and seven, six and seven. No, no, uh, no, six and eight because six and eight, right. game is seven. Right. So, so like, are they getting any type of you know, uh, I guess disqualification or you know some sort of penalty because they were injured? Or why are they there? Why are they above James Hart? Why is James Hart nine? Like this man was playing last year and he was playing uh, amazing. Steph Curry didn't even suit up most of the year last year. Kevin Durant didn't even play a game last year. What is this based off of? There's so many inconsistencies, fallacies, penalties, offensive, intentional fouls. Like you name them. Like all types of stuff. (laughs) Like this, the ESPN uh, top uh 100 rankings are just unreal and i don't i don't agree with a lot of them anthony davis too i mean he has he has an argument for top five 
I don't think he's top two. I don't think the Lakers have one and two. Just not, <laughs> imagine that. Like, it's not a thing. Um, and uh, I mean, top. He's definitely a top ten player. Anthony Davis. I don't want to take anything away. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis is a great player, and um, he's he's amazing. And but he, a top two, like I don't know about all that. Um, then Lucas four. Um, again, there's an argument to be had. Uh, Nikola Jokic again, like you know. Top 10, you know, he had a great outing, but was Jamal Murray the better player throughout every single series? More than likely throughout the playoffs. Um, but, I mean, obviously, Nikola is a little bit more versatile compared to Murray. But there's a lot of things with this ESPN ranking that it's just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I'm, It is what it is, man. And I think it's clout chasing, but... Yeah, you carry away with your thoughts on this one. Yeah, there's just so many things. You kind of got into a lot of the, uh, a few of the players that I want to talk about. The Anthony Davis thing at two is crazy to me. This is strictly like championship culture, right? This is, oh, if you go to a team and you are the second best player and you dominate because, I don't know, you have the, the, the GOAT, the guy who's probably one or two of the greatest players of all time on your team and you look amazing uh, just because, you know, you play next to LeBron. It's like... Like this is this is I think this is a big problem with today's thing. Is is there's so many people that are go ring chasing, right? The championship ring chasing culture has completely have has enabled Anthony Davis to quote unquote be the second best player in the NBA. When he's clearly not. When he was when he had his own team, he barely ever made the playoffs. He always put up a lot of stats. He didn't win anything. And now he joins LeBron James and they win the title. And now he's the second best player. Absolutely no way. There's Anthony Davis has never been a top two player. You could argue top five, but even then, I think he's not. He's closer to six or seven than he is five, at least in my opinion, in my book. But you know, I think this whole thing is just kind of like exasperated, exacerbated by the fact that you know he won the title, and yeah, he looked good. Of course, you're gonna look good next to LeBron, and nobody's saying Anthony Davis isn't good. He's always put up amazing stats, but he's never done anything until he played with LeBron. He'd want one playoff series before he joined LeBron. So he'd want more playoff series last year than he did his entire career. Was Kyrie a top 10 player after he won the championship? I'm pretty sure with the ESPN ranking. I'm yeah, sure he, he was. probably was. And if now he he's not even top Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, the, the ratings are all crazy. And I wanted to get into Damian Lillard. No one's going to talk about it if it's all correct. <laughs> that's probably, yeah, that's true, right? Yeah. yeah. And that, I want to get Damian Lillard at six. I am sorry. Damian Lillard, not for one day in his life has been better than James Harden or Steph Curry ever. And this isn't a shot at Dame because he's a good player. But, like, man, stop the craziness. Like, Dame has had iconic moments, right? The the Paul George shot and the shot against the Rockets. But there hasn't been a day that he James James Harden has woken up and Damian Lillard has been better than him at basketball. It's not the case. It's still not the case. I mean, what are we talking about here? He barely made the playoffs last year. They were below 500. Don't give. I mean, the injuries and stuff. Understand, but below five hundred, like if you're a top six guy, I'm sorry, you, you have to be over five hundred. You have to be making the playoffs every year, and it shouldn't be a question about who's playing or who's not playing. Like, I mean, you, you're talking about your third best player being injured. Yes, he's Jim McCollum for a lot of the time. I mean, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just. Nurkic, it's, yeah. I mean, like Nurkic was injured, right? And I and I get it, but like they I had mean, their fair share of injuries. But I mean, they barely make the playoffs. They were under five hundred. Yeah. Uh, my my thing about Damien is yes, he gets a lot of lot of love from the fans 
because of his deep shots. Yeah, logo and threes, right? Lo- like uh, logo Lillard, yeah. all that good stuff. I get it, man. Dude is a bona fide baller, right? But man, like it's unreal, and like it's, it's it, I don't understand where, like, like if you look at his like playoff record, the dude lost ten straight playoff games. <laughs> That's three straight years of just taking L's in the playoffs. You enter and you're out. You didn't win a single game, you know. For that's two, two in one year, and then four out and four out. Yeah. Like you don't win a single game, and I mean he gets all this love. He had Lamarcus Aldridge. I think that's the best player he's ever played with, yeah. and the best he ever did in that was a second round exit. Correct. Um, but I mean, so I mean, Damian Litter gets a lot of love from people. I get it. He's again not taking anything away from him, but man, like. His his love is like through the roof above James Harden. I mean, what is he? Yeah, and Steph, like what the the, the first unanimous, oh. the first and only unanimous MVP. Steph's got three rings. Forget Damian Lillard doesn't have an MVP. Like I don't even know where this is. Like where is this coming from? Like I don't. Like, this is so crazy to me. Like James that Harden. Has, that list has two guys that has even no three guys that has the top ten has three guys in there that haven't won an MVP. And Nicola, Anthony Davis. Kawhi's and, in there. And Kawhi. Yeah. And Damian. Actually, that's four. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, and Luke hasn't won either. And but Luke, it's the problem. The, 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 I mean, the thing is, it's not even about the MVPs. It's right. Like, Damian Lillard, like, he's okay. And honestly, I think Luca's like, a little he's overrated. Okay. He's great. But... Yeah, Luca's great. And he's going to be great. He might even win the MVP this year, honestly. But I don't think that... Luca's not better than Kevin Durant. Luca's not better than James Harden to me. Luca's not better than Steph. Uh, Luca's closer to eight, seven, eight-ish range, kind of where Anthony Davis would be, in my opinion. Right. Uh, I think LeBron would be one. If you want to argue KD coming back healthy is two. That's fair enough, right? Giannis three, okay. And then you got like you got any combination of Harden, Steph, Kawhi, Kawhi whatever order you want to put it, right? And. After that, then you can start talking about Anthony Davis and Luca and Damian Lillard and Jokic or whatever. That's just too logical for ESPN. <laughs> Way too logical. I swear, and it's just like every year. Like I mean, it's Has just it just baffles my mind. And this like the Damian Lillard love is crazy. And dude has oh my god, it's just there's I can't do this anymore. I'm just gonna stop talking before I go crazy <laughs> about this list. And on that note, uh, we will stop the episode here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Just to kind of give you what's on the horizon, we will be doing a season preview. And uh, make sure you guys check that out. That should probably be tomorrow or definitely Tuesday morning. We will have it uploaded. And you guys check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening. We We out. out.